So um, we had a choice of doing something on the Zosabrocha or something on, on the Chag. I said, do something on the Chag. Uh, so uh, the name of the Sukkot, the Antiv is Sukkot. So the Torah says, the custom of Torah, Mardim, Nitzkanu, Negar, Abbas, you know that the three Mardim correspond to the three Abbas. And he draws a parallel between the Abraham, Pesach, is Kenegar Abraham. We know the Malachim came to Abraham on Pesach. Um, so that, that's a connection for Abraham. Shuas is Kenegar Yitzchak, and Sukkot is Kenegar Yaakov. So what's the connection between Sukkot and Yaakov? The Pesach says that that Yaakov went to this place called Sukkot. He built himself a bias, and he built his, for his animals, he made Sukkot. Therefore, the name of this place is called Sukkot. He says the word Sukkot three times in the same Pesach. So we see that there's some connection between Yaakov and Sukkot. And in Bekroxib Shom, it says, Yaakov no Yaakov traveled to Sukkot. But even though bias, and he built him for himself a house. Ulmikneo also Sukkot, for his animals, he made Sukkot. Akein Koreshema Mokarim Sukkot. Therefore, the name of the city was Sukkot. So that's the connection between Yaakov and the Yantav of Sukkot. Now, the word Sukkot is very, used very rarely in the Torah, besides the Yantav of Sukkot. Uh, this is the only place that is mentioned as some type of a hut. Uh, the other place the Torah talks about when Kalash left Mitzrayim, they went to a place called Sukkot. But in regards to the idea of the, the Sukkot being uh, some type of a structure, protective structure, well, this is the only place where it's mentioned in the Torah other than the Yantav of Sukkot. Uh, but the problem is the heart of the Pasuk is very funny. So Yaakov went to a place, he made a house for himself, he made a sukkahs for his animals, and therefore the name of the city is Sukkos. So we made a dog kennel, so the name of the city is Kennel. Right? Like, and, and therefore the Yontu is called Kennels, because Yaakov made kennels for animals. Like, that's like a little bit funny. What, what's this connection to the animal? He made himself a house. It's called a place house. Because that's the human beings got a house. Yaakov and his family went into a bias. So the name of the house place is bias. Why are you calling it based on the animals? So the cynical part of us is nowadays that's not a kasha, you know, that the animals are more important than the, than the people. But okay, we're, that, that's not, we're not going to go there. Okay. Um, so he wants to approach. Uh, he, it's, it's a long piece, and I can get through the whole piece. But let me see some points over here. So he suggests uh, to, to approach this he, a, a point from the Murdal. We know that the Kleiso brought the seventy porim on, on, on Sukkot, corresponding to the seventy umois. Uh, Kleiso um, brings one part for the unique nation of Kleiso. Lost in love, there's going to be a point in time where the Umas Island will no longer be uh, extant, whatever that means. But Kleiso exists. Sukkah is needed for the Umas Elam. The Umas Elam need because there's there exist in existence. 
you need the shmir of sukkah. Klaiso's protection um, is, is necessary as long as Dumas Erlem exists. When, when at what, whatever point they lose their existence, or it means they lose their power, their impact, they become subservient to Klaiso. So, whatever that means, so there's no need for Shmir anymore. Uh, the, the Shmir of the Sukkah acts as a form of Shmir, as a protection. First, the Russian uses the Sukkah as a form of protection for Klai Yisrael. Uh, so that's not longer going to be necessary. So that's the quote from the Murdoch. So he wants to build on that. Sukkah acts as protection from the nations. Um, so the Sukkah we're talking about Yaakov and Esav. He left Esav and then he went to the Sukkahs. So this is, this is the Sukkah was the immediately reaction of after he left Esav where he goes to. So Abayis doesn't act as a Shemira, but a Sukkah does. Now we have to explain what, why in the world does a Sukkah act as a better Shemira than Abayis. Seemingly Abayis seems to be much more fortified than a Sukkah. So, um, so the Sukkah is adding something which the bias is lacking. At some point the bias will be sufficient. So there's something that the sukkah adds that a bias is missing. That's the point that he's going to. Okay. Now, see, he... he so let's just anticipate where he's going to go. Because he's got a while to go. Um, Ten pages, 12 pages long, something like that. Um... I heard this thought from my father-in-law. I'm here listening. I'm here. I'm here listening. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, so um, I heard this thought from my father-in-law. I'm, I'm not, I'm not there. Um, who's to say from his rubber Bogner Allah Shalom. Which is based on a thought from Hirsch. That Chazal say that the the Mechemes is going to take place on Sukkos. So, uh, which of course in the word Gagamogog you hear the idea of roofs, Gag and Mogog made from a Gag, etc. He says that there's there's a thought process in the world that the, the way you protect yourself is by putting a roof over yourself. A Sukkah. The Bill Goyen says that the Bershom, when he wants to bring punishment to the world, he uses three main items for destruction to, to punish the world. The three main things he uses is fire, rain, and wind. So you go into a sukkah, which is, by definition has to be flammable. It has to be built from things which grow from the ground, which are flammable. Uh, it uh, lets the rain in. Right? It's, not a, it's not a roof. It doesn't let the rain in. Uh, it's it, it, not a roof which doesn't let the rain in. It's something which lets the rain in, by definition. Uh, and luckily, a sukkah is kosher as long as it can withstand the ruach matsuya, which means if it cannot withstand the ruach shen matsuya, it's still a kosher sukkah, even though it will be wiped out in an extraordinary wind. So the sukkah is the, the least safe place in the world. 
it's, it, if there's three things that Hashem uses as a source for destruction to punish the world, sukkah does none of that. Uh, so what the sukkah tells you is that's not how you protect yourself. You don't protect yourself by creating a structure which protects you because that doesn't work. The Russian can do whatever he wants. Uh, look around the catastrophes around the world and you say, like, you know, the rain seems to do quite well no matter how nice you make your structure, uh, the wind, etc. So the way you get protection is by recognizing that's not where your source of protection is. Your source is being under the, the, the wings of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, under the Burdishman's protection. So the Umas Arlam have the attitude of Gog, where we can create structures, we can create, fort- we can create fortresses, which are our are, are, are source of power. Uh, Klaisel recognizes that that's not how it's going to work, and therefore Klaisel is able to go to the Sukkah and get that protection. So we need to be vulnerable, allow ourselves to be vulnerable to recognize that Kashborg was the source. Um, Yaakov Avinu is there already. He doesn't need the, uh, the symbolism of the sukkah to teach that lesson to Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu was the person who was totally connected to Kashborg to the point that he doesn't die at the end. Right? Yaakov Avinu Lomais. Right. So that individual who was living a, as it was a supernal type of existence in this world, the sukkah, he's ready at the bias. The goal is not the sukkah. The goal is to live in this, dwell with this the whole year. Right. We do it as a, as a, as a temporary pro- process. But the goal really is to live with this all the time. That's the bias. Yaakov's there. But for all of us plebeians, right, we go to the sukkahs. Yaakov had a shlemus that that the sukkah was not needed to fill. So what 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 does it mean the mikneyu? It means his animals. He does he sees it a little more homiletically. The Hainu mitzad habechina habahamis she start for a love. There's a physical element uh, which exists. The physical element which exists in all of us is the that's the mikneya the pasuk is referring to the animal animalistic part of us. That needs a sukkah. So, so he's saying that Yaakov Avinu. What represents the Yaakov, the Shlemus of Yaakovino in the, the Neshama, that, 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 that does not need the symbolism of the Sukkah. The symbolism of the is for the animal, is for the physical part of us. That's where we need that. And the footnote over here, he says, um, um, he being the fascinating Medrash, uh, the footnote number two, Koyal uh, Kokal so the mikneyu is that which we acquired. We usually have to refer to his his mikneyus as animals, but the mikneyu means his acquisitions, kinyan, all sort of kinyan. So klayus, in a certain sense, is is hinted to in the concept of the mikna. He may refer to Medrash, Yaakov Yosef based love and Imsamak Riboy Edrei Tzayin. 
commits Rebbe Nei Yisrael. He had 600,000 edretzom, 600,000 flocks of sheep. Each, there were 700,000 flocks. How much was in a flock? I don't know. And you find Kleisel is referred to as Rosh Hashem Kedosh in Pasuk in Yecheskel. So he wants to suggest the following. Is Avodah Yaakov in base Lovon, Im Sarnoi, Hoya Legalus, Shakal Kinyonim, Shayakov, Kolmash, Mitzarve Lov, Reuchelik, Mechaim, Shalkanesis Israel. The Vulnerance is a fascinating thing. We spoke about this before. By Purim, it says that Haman made a decree against the, all of the, the, the men, women, and children. So we say, listen, here's the kind. We're going we're gonna to kill you, your aunts, your uncles, your brothers, your sisters, your father, your mother, your, your children, your, everybody. And only that, they're going to take your money. Who cares about the money? Right, so what's the Pesach saying? That after Helman's going to make a decree, he's going to wipe out all of Klaiso, and they're going to take their Nechostim. Like, okay, who cares? Right, so the Bundagoyin says that the, that the Bershom gave us Kenyonim for a reason. Part of who we are is expressed in, in our acquisitions. The Bershom gave us our acquisitions for a reason. So he said there's three parts of human being. There's the, the Neshama, there's the Guf, and there's the Kenyonim. So the the psukim are describing that he, that that they're gonna that his plan was to wipe out, to be wipe out the Jews, the neshama and the goof, and the kinyanim of Yisrael as well, because a person is that which I have. The Russian made a nature of man. We feel connected to our our, our properties. It, it's a, it's a visceral connection. There's a reason, because the Russian gave us these things for a reason. Yaakov Avinu gets a certain amount of kinyan. He gets a certain amount of acquisition when he's by by, by base Lovin, where he's by Lovin. That just that wasn't just it happens to occur. That this is that Yaakovin is going to express who he is through the, his properties, the same way we use what we have to express ourselves. That was represented the, the concept that Klai Yisrael in the in all the generations to come. Part of who, how we express who we are is through our kinyanim. Um, so, whatever Yaakov was able to connect, he made it part of Klai Yisrael. That's in and he tells them that um, whatever I put in, I put in tremendous effort. He tells Rachel and Leah to uh, serve Laban. He was. B- busy pulling away these kinyanim from Lavan, bringing them into the orbit of Klaiyasa. The Russian put X amount of uh, property in the world, X amount of kalim to serve a Kodesh Baruch Hu, which right now they're under the shlita of a Lavan, they're under the power of Lavan. We need to pull them away and bring them into the orbit of Klaiyasa. Klaiyasa can use them for service of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's what Yaakovina was doing by Lavan. And that's why Yaakovina says he went back to the next he went back for the Pachim Ketanim. Like, so, like, why did he, he, which he means he endangered his life, theoretically, to go back all by himself, and he ended up, end up getting to a fight with Lovon, the, the Sarshal Esau, not Lovon, sorry, the Sarshal right, for those Pachim Ketanim. Like, let's talk more over here. 
the tongue of words that the Russian gave X amount of Kalim as a vehicle to which he ripped away from the Sitra Akra from the other side from the Yitzhahara, the Kaiser can use them for service of Kaddish Baruch Hu. So these are valuable. Right? This is, this is, the Bershom gave X amount of abilities which exist to, for Klai so Okay. So that's the, the idea where he's going to go with this. Now as he says that um, um, for, for the, but, but the Th- th- that world still needs the lesson of a sukkah. In other words, that that when when the person is existing in that and that and that in that world, um, um, as much as that's true, you need the world of the sukkah to protect to to, to teach you that lesson. Okay. It's, uh, is it not a problem to use like a Russia's kalim like by Korach and like got rid of all of his all of their property? Um, it's a good question. I'm not sure how the the, the system works. Um, uh, when you say that that the Russian put it there for a reason, and it's my job to bring it away from their orbit to my orbit. And when you say that it's been tainted to the point that just let it let it go, I I, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a good question. Um, I mean, the thought process of living like that is way beyond our, it's way beyond my, my, like, we spoke about this before, like, you know, the, the, the pancakes, you know. Right? Ray Tversky has a story about a fellow who comes to a psychologist and so the doctor asks, you know, what can I do for you? And he says, I don't know. So why'd you come? I don't know. He says, well, why are you here? My family said I had to come to the doctor. Okay. Why did your family think you have to come to the doctor? I don't know. What did they say? They said, they think I need to see the doctor because I, ha- I like pancakes. So I mean, that's ridiculous. I also like pancakes. He says, really? You have to come visit my house. I have thousands of them stored in the attic. Right. Right. We get very connected to pancakes. That we start storing pan- this thought process of pachin ketanim. If the pachin ketanim were made of klicheres, they would absorb. They weren't glazed. Um, they would absorb oil. They would become dirty. The more they would become like you know, they become basically repulsive. They become oily in the outside, etc. They would so, so, soak through. These are like the lowest of the lowest. Like it's like the, it's the cardboard box you get from Amazon. You know, you start saving all the cardboard boxes from Amazon. You don't ha- you don't have room in your life in your house anymore at some point in time. You know, you're a pack rat. You have nowhere to live. So, you know, this idea that every penny that you have is given to you for a reason. If you waste a penny, you're wasting part of your your kalim to serve God's work. I'm not there. You know, you would, it would be so intense of a thought process that we, we, would, we would be paralyzed. Well, the whole thing with Pachim Katana is like a supernatural thing because we would not be required. In fact, we would be told not to go back form under normal circumstances. Correct. I'm just saying but the, the Etsum concept is the idea that every single thing that we have is here as a Kaylee to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Right? It's seeing the world, the physical world, as a vehicle for Ruchnius. So everything that I have is a vehicle for Ruchnius, so it can't be wasted. Right? If I look at... A, 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 I once had this thought process 
you know, they said they built the garden before he passed away. So he he uh, he cried. He says that for a few pennies you can buy a pair of sitzes, which is like accomplishing the, the mitzvah, which is which is equated to the, all of the, the whole Torah, equal to all the Torah mitzvahs. And although, boy, you can't do any of that. Okay, I'm not holding by there either. But I once had this, you know, regish. I, I, I went to this, there was a, a bacher who was like feeling down. I went to, to CBS and there was like, they used to have the check out of the cellar or not. These little poems, like you can buy for like a dollar, like, you know, oh, yeah. happiness or something like that. So I bought, bought it and I wrote a little note and I gave it to him. And the guy, mom, is sheared up. And it hit me that for a dollar that I spent, I put a smile on somebody's face. I changed his day. So isn't it a beautiful world that we live in where you can convert the physical reality of a dollar into something which is, which is, which is supernatural, something which is, which is metaphysical, into a smile, into a happiness, into a person's attitude for the day. I can change how he, how he deals with everybody, everybody around him. For a dollar, it's a very good investment. You, you know, it, it's such a chesed the Russian makes that we live in a world where you can convert something which is finite and physical to something which is infinite and eternal. That's an extraordinary world that we live in. So that I think we can relate to. Right? That every single penny that I spend, don't you dare spend it. You can spend it on that. Don't, 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 you know, not, not, every, every chocolate bar that you eat was a wasted opportunity of, of ruchnis that you could have made. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to become dysfunctional. Right? I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm going to dysfunctional. Not that I can eat chocolate bars, but that's the point, right? There's sure a way to buy chocolate bar because either I'm going to eat it, which is bad for me, or I'm not going to eat it. There's sure a way to buy the chocolate bar. Oh, anyway. Um, so now, so let's let's look at this Nakuda of bias. So let's go back um, a little more. Yeshavar in Tachanin Hashem bias betikuna veich mistaken mishtalim Hashem betaras bias agadeh sukkah. So what does the sukkah add to the bias? So again, so we sort of anticipated a little bit what he's going to say, but let's, he says it much more nicely than I said it. Uh, a little bit different angle also. He goes back to that morale. Um, the morale adds the following. It says that the sukkah, it says there's going to be three, three amunas that Kaisel is based on. Um, and the three amunas are the Bershom's existence, the the the, uh, the Bershom communicated the Torah to us, and the Bershom's Hashkoch Pratis. That's the three amunas, which are the foundational amunas of Yerushalayim. Um And Yerushalayim is the place where Hashkoch Pratis is is going to be expressed. Let's go back a step. The Psukhi you see the strong seed by Amino Gimapam. We find the Klaisa the language of Amuna three times by Klaisa. Uh Yamsuf. Now the quote over there in the brackets is incorrect. Um that's by Amino Bajamusha Abdoi. that's by Yamsuf. Vehba Harsinai Gamakhayamino Lalam, Echabi Psura Sagula, Vyamino Om Kipukarasham Samoy, Kiro Onyam. So in the process of the season Srayim. We have in Parshas Shmois, Kaiso believes that the Bershom is Pakara Om. 
we have a person of and we have in Parshas Yisroi, So we have a Muna written three times uh, in these Parshas of Yisrael Mitzrayim and Matan Torah. Ve'elahim Gimel Hem Kenega Gimel Lamuna Shenisparu B'Yitzis Mitzrayim. There was three Munas which Klaisel was was clarified the Klaisel in Yitzis Mitzrayim. Medaki Gimel Munas Hem Yisrael Adas. There are three Munas which are the foundation of of all of our our Torah. K'sher Chasol Tipol Achaz Mayam Tipol Adas B'Chol. But if they're missing, the whole foundation of Torah is is, is destroyed. The Rama says that the Barsham is the primary source of existence. He's the only existence which which is intrinsic, as opposed to all the other existence which comes into being only through the Ratzon of Makarish Boruch. Um, that's number one. Next paragraph. Uh, that's the second Amunna. So if you look at the Animamas that we say, the first five basically describe our Amunna and the understanding of Akadosh Baruch Hu's existence. The Barsham exists. He's, he's exists in a oneness. He was, the, he was there. He has, he's timeless. So was, he had no beginning in the sense of the way he wasn't created. He's not limited in any way that with the physical. He has a goof. Means there's going to be limits. Um, so those for the first four and the fifth one means that the fact that the Bershom is directly accessible to us. That's the first five. Now the next four talk about that the, the, the Bershom gives to, communicates to man, the Buah. The communication of the Bershom was unique. The Bershom gave a Torah and the Torah is immutable. That's the next, next four. Uh, and the, but the last section the memorial says, In the Animamans, it's more about the Bresham is aware of what's happening. That's the Bresham knows. The Bresham is going to reward and punish. Mashiach and Chiesamesim. See, he doesn't get involved Mashiach and Chiesamesim directly, but the Bresham is in control. The Bresham is aware. The Bresham is directing the world. Version is in control. Um, okay, so um, the clarity of the version's full control over the world actually was completed by Kriyas Yamsov. Uh, as much as the the Marcus gave that message. Was multiple times, five times greater in, in, in its clarity. That was the final clarity of that there's nothing else. There's nothing other than a change of the Yami There's nothing like that. That's the Yamina Basham. That's the Muna in the Torah. Okay, so where's the Muna in Ashkahapratis? So Klaiso remember had an Amuna that the Bershom was Paikit Klaiso. Um okay, the next paragraph we can skip. Um 
Um, he talks about the moon and Bereshim's existence, the moon and the Torah. It's a page, a page, all the bottom, all the way to the bottom. She's barren, we meet us, he mutsu. Come, the sparish of Rias, he, Yosh, Yishu, Mesuderis, Alpima, Halkia, Torah. We have a clarity that the Bereshim exists, the Bereshim is the source of all existence, that the Bereshim set up the world based on the Torah. That the Bersham is is directly interested and caring, cares about what we're doing and is aware of it. The Bersham created the whole world, the Bersham the whole world. We already have that earlier in the conversation. But all the details of the world is also the Bersham running it. Bereshim was fully involved in every single detail of a person's life. Okay, now, so that's, whereas I can believe in the Bereshim's Metzias, the Bereshim is the source of everything, but I can still mistakenly believe that the Bereshim, as it were, is not really interested in what's happening with me. The same with the Moshe for animals. The, way the most Rishonim the, the animals have what's called Ashkocha Klolis. Bershom wants X to exist, X to happen, that it's animal A or animal B. If, if those animals do not have any impact to human beings, it doesn't make a difference. The Bershom will, will pick any one of them. By, by human beings, that's not true. Each individual will get something which is tailor-made specifically to them. Bershim is, now many times the animal belongs to a person, so therefore it's tailor-made to animal of Reuven as opposed to the animal of Shimon, because it's, it's going to impact the human being. But within Reuven's flock, right, that the, the fact that the sheep X versus sheep Y, he needs to be punished, let's say, that one of his animals dies, that it's one over the other doesn't make a difference. The Bershim will choose one, but he's not sitting there and saying, oh my gosh, it's important that this over that one. They, they they both can do the same job, but the impact on the person is the, is the issue, and that's measured perfectly. Um, so that's the idea of The Bershom has a very specific focus on each individual. It says the place where that was the scala was in the bias, the basic mikdash. Um, um, so let's say these two verses are important. Bias is a private place that where where I live my private life with my private family. Right? It's a private thing. It's opposed to the. It's not the public thoroughfare. It's my specific place. It, each person is a king in their own home. So the Bereshim is using the concept of bias to say each person. The Besamikdash is Muhammad, Each person. This is where the Bereshim is, as it were, living with Kaiso on an individual level, the private type of life, as opposed to the public life. I bias. The racism Yomel occurred the Ishti Ishti Al Ishti Basi. Shem Bayas Shachalob Mipashi he etzam etzam of a chelak mimenu. 
Bias is not the physical house. It's the place where I dwell, where I feel I feel at home. Which Rebbe said was his wife, where his wife was. The Russian made a mikdash and the Russian was shachan inside each person. Which means that no two people stood in the base of the mikdash and felt the Russian's presence the same way. The Russian made a mikdash, the base of mikdash, you'd walk in the base of mikdash and feel the Russian's presence. Each person would feel it differently. Because each, each, what was happening was each person was having a private meeting with the Kaddish Baruch on the base of Mikdash. So even though I'm standing amongst a multitude of, of, of hundreds of thousands in the Beis HaMikdash, I'm having a private audience with the king. So that's why it's called Beis HaMikdash, so it's called bias, because it's private. So the says, Make the Mikdash, and I will dwell inside of them. Who's them? It should dwell inside of it. So, because I'll say, the Russian will then, through the, through the vehicle of the Mikdash, the Russian will dwell inside of each, inside of each person. See, each person would have a meeting with the Kodesh Baruch Hu, the base of Mikdash, which was inside of him. It was a private conversation. It was a private meeting. So that's why base Mikdash is called base Mikdash, because bias represents the private aspect of a relationship, where a person goes to have his own private, private place. It's a fascinating way to look at a bias. Okay? Now... Why don't we just stay home? Why don't we just stay home? Why was the, the base of Mikdash the vehicle to do that more than at home? Right. It's private. I mean, don't I have more privacy at home? Um, well, yes and no. Because the, the, the base of Mikdash was the vehicle... Um, I, I once saw you over that, you know, the Morris says a conversation between um, Yeshua and a Ro- one of the Roman emperors, I think, that um, the, the, the emperor said to Yeshua that you say that a Kosh was found in every, every minion of ten people, the Bershom is present. So how many, how many Bershoms are there? So he said back, he says, is the sun shining here in Rome? He said, yes. Is the sun shining in Jerusalem? He said, yes. He says, how many, how many suns are there? Right. There's one sun. So there's one Bershalom. That, that was his answer. There's one, one sun for Mario Kaplan. I don't know if it was his own point or he quoted from somebody else, I don't remember. He said, there's a, there's, there is a good question on the, on the analogy. It's not a good analogy because the point over here is the Russian is visible in this shul, not in, in the street, and in that shul. The sun's visible all, all, over all of it. Of course it's one. But his question was, what does it mean the Russian's here and the Russian's there and not in the between? So he explained that what do you do if the sun is visible here, there's a cloud there and the sun is visible over there. We don't say that it's two suns. We say that there's a, there's a cloud which is blocking seeing him, seeing the sun. Right. So what 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 Rishu was saying was the Russian was one Rebbe Shalom. 
the world acts as a cloud to block us from seeing him. In the shul, the cloud is lessened, so he's visible. So it's sunny over here, it's cloudy in between, and it's sunny over there. It's the same sun. It's Russian over here, blockage in the middle, Russian over there. The shul acts as a vehicle to remove the blockage. Well, the best place in the world to remove that blockage was the base of Mikdash. So you need to go to the base of to have the meeting. But the Kiddush of the meeting was, it said that even though it's, it's seemingly um, amongst many people, it was taking place inside of me. And that's private still. Um, um, so it comes out like this. So the, the base of Mikdash, which is the bias, was just the vehicle for the actual meeting which took place inside the person. So the bias, as it were, is missing something. The bias itself can't do it itself. It, 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 there's still another step after the bias. Remember, his point was, what was the bias missing that the sukkah is going to complete? So go to page pave up at the bottom. The bias aspect, we're saying the full Hiskalos of the Russian's relationship, private relationship, wasn't in the in the basemeters itself. So from that vantage point, I see that everything in the world has a private aspect, which is for me. From that vantage point. The base of Mikdash is now the window into the whole world. That's the part we skipped. We skipped two pages, three pages. When we say we have, we have a private relationship, and the Russian created the whole world. He created the whole world with me in mind. He created the whole world with you in mind also. But the Russian created the whole world for me, which means that, that Everything in the world has to exist in order for me to accomplish what I have to accomplish. The Russian relationship he wants with me. The Russian was able to do it so well that he can do it and have one for you and one for me at the same time, and they look the same. But each one is private. Um, they come together, um, and that's why that's, uh, Yerushalayim is able to do that. Okay, so now go to page Peches. Renaska Lahavan Lefiza in Bias Vesukkah. So now, the Amaral Kosov Sham the Munus Hashkocha Protis he connected by the Sukkahs. So the Muna in the Russian's existence, that's Pesach. That was where the Russian was Magalam, the clarity of his existence, etc. The Russian's Termin Shemaim, that's Shavu. So what's Sukkahs? Sukkahs is the Muna Hashkocha Protis. They're the feet. This is what it stands on. These are the feet of the table. That's Pesach. 
through Pierce Yamsuf, Sukkot that the Russian was 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 watching over Klai Yisrael. He's being mashkiach in Klai Yisrael. So moral hashkocha hashmira shayoleim lo ozavasam shayosam v'sukkot shehi hashmira. So Russian is protecting Klai Yisrael. That's the hashkocha that represents the hashkocha protest that Russian was doing in Klai Yisrael. Okay. Um, I have to go deal with my son, so thank you very much. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. I couldn't quit him. Okay. Um, so, this is the paragraph which is a little bit more complicated, but it's an important paragraph. So, you're leaving the bias, going to the sukkah. We need to move from this idea of the bias, the sense of which is into the idea of the hashkochah is protis. How do we do that by moving into the sukkah from the bias? We are on pay test now. We are on pay test. The, the beginning of the second line. If we see ourselves as part of a, this bigger picture, and that's all we are, just part of the bigger picture, while we're living in our little house, on our little street, etc., we don't see ourselves as being unique, having a unique relationship. The sukkah is leave that thought that thought process of the idea of keva, which means the normal way the world goes, and sort of walk away from that, the natural flow, which then you do see yourself as part of something bigger than yourself, into something which you seemingly you have no control over, which at that point in time, it's, you have no idea what's going to happen. So when I live in the bias, I sort of that that, that represents the natural teva, natural flow. I see myself as part of. I, I'm just a little little cog in this big picture. Leaving the kvias is like leaving the teva. I mean, I'm not just. The, now there's there's much more. There's a whole other layer to the story. What's going to happen? We walk into the sukkah, which we know the brushim represents. That's the only covered. The brushim surround the klal yisrael. So the person goes into the sukkah, his goal is to go into the sukkah and see, and see the belay that the Bershom is there for me. That's the goal that we want to, we want to accomplish from moving into the sukkah. Excuse me. Um, the 70 nations represent the normal flow of the world. So as long as you still live in that thought process of the normal flow of the world, so then you're not getting this final message. So we, the Barsham, as it were, still needs to be us. When Klaiso reaches the point of the, where, the, where, the, where the nations end, we don't see the world as being this natural flow of events which the, the, the seven nations represent. We see the world as being a Barsham's expression of his care for me, 
then Umus Arlam become irrelevant. Now that's the process which we're trying to accomplish with the sukkah. Um, um, now it goes on to this piece, which uh, all the way at the end, which we spoke about a few years ago, about bitachon is this foundation of all the mitzvahs. Remember that, right? Right. So um, he takes that into that into that into that into that process. So, just very bekitzer. Um, what he's going to add over here, what he adds at the end is, this is not just you know you have tariya mitzvahs and then you have this idea of bitachin and the kodesh baruch means the awareness of Russian's presence. He says the, all of the tariya mitzvahs is, is a vehicle to create the awareness of kodesh baruch presence. That's the goal. So sukkah is the culmination of shuas. Sukkah is, is the, the idea that we, we live with the reality, the Bershom is present in our lives with a clarity that we remove the kvias, the, the natural flow of events as being where the source is. We're seeing ourselves living a roar, which means we have, it's not natural, we have no control over it, but we trust the one, so the mushroom which I've you know, given, um, you get in a bus, and you know, and the bus is going to place X, etc. There's a route. Everything seems to be fine. At one point in time, you look up and you realize that um, uh, there's no driver on the bus. That's very scary. Because you're not the driver, and you don't see you don't see the driver. Till now, you know, you have a situation where there's a driver there, and you know, you've been giving him directions, you've been giving him a lot of comments, etc. At some point, you, you say, I have no input because there's nobody there. I'm not the source of the input. The, we wake up one day and realize we have zero control over our lives. There's nothing you can do to protect yourself. We have zero control over our lives. We can't give any input. We can't give any directions because there's no driver that we see who is listening to our comments. If we put the Russian on the driver's seat, now we feel secure. If we don't do that, there's no security. Because we have no way to create security on our own. The only security is a Kodesh Baruch So that's the goal of, this, of, of Sukkah, is to move into a place where you're totally insecure and feel secure there. Get out of this thought process that there's this natural flow of events, which you're part of this bigger picture, and therefore that's Bershom... Is, t- is in total control, step number one. Step number two, he totally cares about you. Step number three, he's totally involved and aware of everything happening in your life, and he's totally in, totally in control of everything which just happens in your life. So there's no natural flow of events. The safest way to do that, the best way to do that is in a place which you have no control over and still feel secure over there. That's the goal of the sukkah, is to bring into ourselves, that's what the sukkah is adding to the bias. My limited bias, I still have this, it's a personal relationship with the Kodesh Baruch that the bias represents. But I, I lose sight of the fact that all there is is that. And the Bresham is totally involved directly, personally, in my life. If I take away all the distractions, I can reach that, 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 that point. That's what he's trying to take us to. Okay. <laughs>